Cheers and good on you. Why aren't you listening to Brothers Just Searching? Why? You're about to embark on a journey through the written word of God on subjects that deal with today. This is Brothers Just Searching. How you doing, everyone? Welcome to this episode of Brothers Just Searching, where we talk about God's word and current world events to educate and to edify believers of mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. I'm mm-hmm. Isaac Hayes, along with Anthony Hayes, Bowen Robin, and Aubrey Box. Guys, what's happening? How's everything's going? Well, I I was at the store today, and I um, I actually resist temptation today. Well, you didn't get no gummy bears, huh? No, 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 no. I went to the store. Me and Bowen. Bowen came visit the church today, so went to the store. Uh, it was by uh, Pat's. The store by Pat's. Yeah. And in the thing, they had two sacks. Or not, not sacks, but two bags of ball crawfish. Ball and crawfish. they had some shrimps. This and they had big ball. Ball shrimp. Mm, I was tempted. I tell you what, the ball was tempted. I thought sure he was fixing to jump behind that counter. <laughs> <laughs> he was fixing to jump in the back and tear it up. I was like, no, I need money for gas. <laughs> I was, I was, I was I like, oh God, it is crawfish season right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. It, it was kind of tempting. This boy here was on the verge of jumping, boy. Hey, hey, they were screaming to me, come and get oh. me. Hey, you're, gonna, you're gonna have to come visit my house uh, right where I live. I'm surrounded by crawfish ponds. So you can just come <laughs> on over and uh, uh, go hop in. Uh, uh, don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't tell him that. He'll be eating them raw right out the crawfish pond. He'll jump in the pond and catch them and eat them. <laughs> and, and I'll come out. I have crawfish like crawfish uh, oh, yeah. uh, on my mold. It's claws. <laughs> <laughs> I got to think about it. You've been seeing them things hanging out of his hair and off his shirt and everything. Boy. You see, you see, you see, you see Boogie, Boogie sneaking in the light and you hear the crawfisherman. Who is in my pond? <laughs> it's Boogie. Boogie. <laughs> it's me. I'm eating your crawfish, man. They're good. <laughs> I'll pay it back later. Now, to all our friends that are up north, you might know them as crawdads. I'm just saying. Crawdads or. Mud, and if you don't like them, eat them. Mud bugs, yeah. Yeah, bring all the mud bugs here. We'll you know, you know, you're talking about that. We had a friend from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. She was, she said that she would call them. They would call them mud bugs, and they wouldn't eat them because they were in the mud. I'm like, uh, you know, that's you know, all right. Some, we're cooking it. We put seasoning. That tastes uh, all right. Anything, <laughs> any, 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 anything you cook in South Louisiana, if you put a little bit of pepper and salt, oh, it goes down real so, good. So I got a question <laughs> on that. How do you? You know, I know this is a um, a different topic. You know. Um, how do you like your crawfish? Because see me, I like them seasoned, mm-hmm. but I don't like them to where I. <laughs> oh, like, 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 like my eyes are running. I don't hey, like that. I don't like that either. But uh, I know some people that the way they ball. Well, them. I know, I know. That's why I go to some crawfish balls, and they're like, "How you like it?" I'm like, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> you call, like, that, yeah, you know. My dad, when my dad was living, my dad would ball the crawfish. Of course, he seasoned the water a little bit, and he ball them. Mm-hmm. But my dad had that homemade season that they get from his brother, Bay Land. So as a crawfish, when he put them in the ice chest, he put that seasoning on them on top, and then he shake it up. Then he put some more, and then he put some more seasoning and shake it up. So when you, get your, when you get your crawfish, what would happen is as you peeling the crawfish, that seasoning is getting on your hands, and, and you're putting it in. Buddy, you talk about burn your <laughs> lip and your tongue. Don't rub your eyes. So, your so eye. that's the oh, secret. Hey, I made that mistake one time and rubbed my eyes. Buddy, it looked like I was crying for a week. <laughs> I know some people who do that. They'll add some extra seasoning, so those who can't handle it, they, oh, they just eat a little bit, buddy. and then the rest is My them. dad had to put some aside for certain people. He well, went, and that's what I was about to 
say my in the way we do it at the house when we have a get together. The first batch, we hardly put no season. Yeah. Mm. By the last batch, and Boogie, you know that you've been mm-hmm. to my house for crawfish mm-hmm. balls already. They put a lot of season, and and the people that like season, like we're waiting for the last batch, waiting because they know, they know that last batch, you you you're gonna meet the devil in hell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's it's your, hot your, 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 your tongue gonna be in hell, buddy. You are gonna burn. It, it's hot, man. I, I like I said, I don't. I, I like I said, I like uh, it. I don't like it where it's bland. Mm-hmm. I like where you like, oh, you can taste the seasoning, but mm-hmm. it's not making your eyes waters. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. I, I guess now we all got to go get crawfish. Oh, no. yeah, you got me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's I what got, I brought. You got a crawfish pond. I, so, I hey. got crawfish in my freezer. That's all people. Oh. What? We need hey, what I'm going to do, hey, this is what I'm going to do for us guys, and I'm going to do that for us. I'm going to make a crawfish etouffee, and I'm going to cook some rice, and I'm going to bring that over here, mm. and we're going to eat after the podcast. That's when, I, I, that's when I really like the etouffee. No, 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 no. Hey, that's ho, when everybody's going to show up. No, hey, can we come for no, a no, no. That's for us. Yeah. I'm not cooking for, for 10,000 people to show up over here and <laughs> that's eat. That's what I'm saying. Hey, you I, I got a, a question. You put it on the air. Now I'm messing with you, folks. I got a question. So is it really a is there a competition at all between etouffee and Alfredo? Because in my eyes, the etouffee takes it. Every single time, uh, I like a good crawfish at Alfredo. Yeah, mm. yeah, Alfredo's good too. I like a crawfish Alfredo. Alfredo, you know, it, it just is good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, well, you can't you can't eat Alfredo. It's cheese. I don't know how it tastes like. Oh yeah, oh yeah, boy. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm gonna have to make us one, guys. I'm, I'm gonna make one. And, we got to we, bring we it on. We didn't, we didn't have a celebration for our third year anniversary. That'd be a good celebration. That'd, that'd be, be good, it. that'd be a talking, good. Talking about that, we're we're late on it, but yeah, we we've been on the air hey, for three years. It don't matter. Years, it so don't matter. God, God, hey, God's I can good. cook a little something for us, and we can make our little celebration just us. So, so with that being said, let's we're about to dive into our topic, but we are going to be starting a new series pretty soon. Oh yeah, we're going to be talking about the seven churches of Revelation. Revelations. Um, <laughs> also, what we're, we're planning on doing, I don't know how it's going to work out, but we have talked to a few pastors and we're going to try to get pastors on with us as well. Mm. Um, but anyway, so but that we were supposed to start this series right now because we did agree with it. But there was, this topic came up and we're going to jump right into our topic now, guys. Um uh, So I recently discovered TikTok. I knew what it was. I just never made an account with it. And um, we had some people. You know, as as you grow in making content on YouTube, um, and putting it on podcasts and networks and all that good stuff, you start getting people ask you, "Hey, what about a TikTok? Oh, what about a Snapchat? What about?" So, you, as you know, LB and myself, we look into that for the content creator side of it. We try to make TikToks. Well, I, I started looking on TikTok, and something started popping up because I, you know a lot of people that do this, you have hashtags and. Some hashtags were popping up progressive Christianity, and they had one guy. I, I refuse to call this man a brother. I refuse to call this man a pastor. He says he's a pastor, but uh, Brandon Robinson is his name. And he showed up on my TikTok one day, and I started listening to him. And he started talking about the LGBT community and how um, there's nowhere in the Bible where it says it's wrong. Now, we had, I think it was a, uh, they had something on TikTok called Duel where you watch a video and react to it. And there was a guy like, nope, these are the scriptures that that say. And I started seeing this about progressive Christianity. It sparked my interest. And if, you, if you've if you been listening to this podcast any amount of time, you know that we dive into topics like this every so often. There is one where we talk about are we little gods? Are we looking to uh, certain religions or cults? 
We've done multiple series on Roman Catholicism, um, Jehovah's Witness. We've done one on Seven Day Adventists. Yeah. And but before we start off, I want to read this about y'all. So Paul was instructing Timothy in the second letter, and he says in verse four, chapter uh, chapter four, verse one, "I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by His appearance and His kingdom." Preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, exalt with complete patience and teaching. This is what we're doing here, guys. We are we are here just not to preach the word, but we're also here to re- reprove, rebuke, exalt and with, with complete patience. We are we're here. This is one of our jobs because there's a lot of people on YouTube and a lot of people on TikTok, a lot of people on Facebook that tells us all you need to do is encourage people. That's not our that's not our goal. Our goal is to win souls. Mm-hmm. And if we see false teachers or we see a false movement, we got to come on this podcast or we got to do it in our pulpits and we got to preach the word. Now, this is what Paul's. This is my main point about this. Verse three, for the time is coming when people will not endure sound, sound teaching. Doc, sound mm-hmm. teachings. King James says sound doctrine. I like yeah. that more. Better. I like that better. Uh, but having itching ears, ears that will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions or suit their- and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. As for you, always be sober minded, enduring suffering, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. So Paul's telling Timothy here, preach the word, be in the presence of God. Um, go ahead and reprove, rebuke, and exalt with complete patience. Because he said there's going to be a time when you're going to have people come to you and give you false teachings or wander off into myth. And look, mm-hmm. in prep, if you could have watched it, Bowen was about to blow a head gasket <laughs> because, and look, I was too, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. What is progressive Christianity? Well, progressive Christianity is basically this, anything anti-Bible, basically. Wow. So they believe that you should follow the teachings of Jesus. We believe that as well. But they also believe that the only thing you should follow Jesus is, is to love God, to love your neighbor, and to love ourselves. They believe, um, they don't believe basically a lot of the Bible truths. I heard one um, person that's a TikToker that said, and I mentioned his name earlier. I'm not trying to give him free publicity. But I have to call out his name. Brandon Robinson is not a Holy Ghost filled Bible believing Christian. He is not a Christian. He's a false teacher. I, I can say that with 110%. But um, he comes out and says that uh, the Bible isn't, it wasn't, it is an opinion of people's beliefs, but he also wants to use the Bible to, to do his beliefs, to, to, to vindicate uh, what he believes. But you also have him, you have him and many others. That says homosexuality is correct. According to the Bible, it's not. Premarital sex is okay in the eyes of God. Um, don't believe abortion is a sin against the, uh, the Bible and many other things. This is They are progressive Christianity. They, so basically they, they want the love, joy, peace, and mind of Christ, but they don't want the sin. They don't want, they, they don't want uh, condemnation. They don't want anything of that nature. Is now, this a feel-good gospel? They, they don't want any rebuke. Any rebuke at all. So this is why I'm bringing this up, ladies and gentlemen. Because look, TikTok is influenceable. Uh, Pastor Brand, uh, not Pastor Brand, Pastor Daniel, um, talked about TikTok this morning in church. And look, there's nothing against TikTok. I am not against social media apps. 
Mm-hmm. We use them here at BGS mm-hmm. Media. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous when you have young, influential minds that are reading this stuff called progressive Christianity. And they're, they're being fooled because it's a feel-good gospel. And this did not start recently. This just started, um, I guess you could say, a few it's, years um, I, I just want to say it, it is a uh, feel-good gospel, and it, it's not really good news. Uh, there's there's one place I read online that it's not it's not the gospel of good news. It's not salvation from a corrupted hu- humanity. It's uh, good teachings. That's what they say. Yeah, and it, good teaching. This is where I get from it. Okay. And like I said, this didn't start yesterday. This started year. There's a there's a I can't think of his name, but there's a Christian uh, author that wrote Christian and liberalism, mm-hmm. and this is basically what it is: liberalism with um, a Christian with a Christian label. And like it is, is to evolution. Uh, a lot of people don't know that, but the gap theory started like that. There was a lot of Christians that um, heard about evolution. They wanted to embrace it, but the Bible didn't mention it. So what they did, they came up with the gap theory. Mm All between day one and day two, there was this gap of millions of years, and that's where evolution played the part of it. And Christians, oh, well, this sounds right. They didn't study God's word, and guess where we at now? Now we have multiple theories of how God created the world between gap one and gap two. Uh, And this is like... Aubrey said, it, this is a feel-good gospel. Look, you, you hear this thing, like one of them, and I, I, I can't remember all I looked up on this, but there was one guy that said, listen, the, the God of Genesis was a tyrannical God. He didn't want you to know knowledge of good and evil. That's why he told them mm. not to eat of it. And Satan was right to some extent to tell them to go eat it because so if you listen to that point, the devil's the good guy in Genesis chapter 3, as Aubrey just said, mm. That's that's the part right there where you got to say, hold on, what we're safe from. Mm. They don't want that. Hey, we don't want to be safe from something. We know from the gospel that Christ died for us because of the fall of man. Adam and Eve's sin led us to this point where we at right now. Well, they they don't believe. If I heard their 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 teachings right, they don't believe like like there's no sin. Pretty much, they don't want to. They, they say they don't want to give a sin uh, conscience on people. What well, they, they do, so what? what what they do is this is what they do. They do like a, like a lot of false religions do, or a lot of groups do. They take the Bible, and we're gonna get to later on probably about how what they feel about the Bible, about it being tartative, like being the authority of God's word. But what they do, like a lot of groups, they take scripture that they like, and it, it, there's one of the things I know is doing research on false religions. They all do that one way or another. That's one of the signs of false religions. When they take scripture and instead of reading the whole Bible, instead of explaining the whole thing, going verse by verse, you know, they cherry pick. They yeah, cherry yeah, pick. They pick that's, what that's... they want. And a lot of groups and a lot of organizations, not just them, but a lot of them do that. And they do that. They they, they don't. Just, well, we ain't gonna talk about sin. We're gonna call it another well, name. Let, let, let's, or, go, you know, let's go to the point. I, uh, go ahead. I, I would like to mention just one verse out of yeah. uh, Jeremiah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so. A lot, a lot of people think that that people are essentially good, mm-hmm. but we could be even better. Oh yes. But yes. in mm-hmm. in Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter seventeen verse nine it says, "The heart is deceitful You're above wicked. all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it?" Mm-hmm. The Lord search the heart and test the mind to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his deeds. So. Uh, people don't 
think that the heart is corrupt, but the truth is it's deceitful. And so if you think that man is essentially good, mm-hmm. they've been deceived. Well, one of the things they do, and I noticed that they teach that, that uh, I heard a preacher say the other day, well, I was watching a video. They were talking about professive Christians mostly. And, Impressive, and, yeah. Yeah, and they were talking about word of faith. They kind of mixed them up. And both sides, they pretty much like, well, we don't need to tell people about sin. They already know that they're sinners. I'm like, but, but it goes to a different point. So okay, they use word things of, like that. Because word of faith, I, and I, we talked about this earlier, word of faith at least mentions sin. Yeah. Progressive right. Christianity does not. Yeah. Uh, I heard one progressive preacher, mm-hmm. and like I said, I hate that. I'm going to say a progressive talker, or I don't know how you want to say this, come out on stage and says the word repent does not mean repent. It does not oh, mean really? to turn away. See, he, and he and he uses. And I like how they cleverly change the wording of of uh, the meaning of words. Well, yeah, all repent, cults do repent mm-hmm. means to turn away or to forsake your sin. They try to turn around, the, meaning he, something else. He comes mm-hmm. out and he says, "No, it does not mean that. It means that your mind has to be open." See, Jesus came to Earth. And he died for mankind, not to save us from our sins, but that our minds could be open. We and can learn we more can knowledge. Yeah, we can have yeah, more knowledge. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and this upsets me, did not come down to earth to get my mind open. No, no. My mind is open when I read God's word right. or when he speaks to me. Right. Christ did not suffer on the cross for hours upon hours. For you to have your mind enlightened. Right. right. Yeah, it's not for uh, enlightening. It's for salvation. Right. And, 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 and well, it's well, salvation well, from our, ourselves. Right. But to them, and if I read, if I understood their stuff correctly, it's like that you ha- yeah, you, you kind of like in the, um, you have to open your mind. You have to be like kind of like in the middle, um, in the Asia where uh, Buddhism and all these religions where you got like you got to open your mind to self-consciousness. You know, you have you have the inner God within you. So you got to bring it up. You just ignorant of well, this, and, and this if force. You listen, if you in listen you, to a lot of their teachers, what if you teaching. listen to a lot mm-hmm. of their teachers, this is what they say. Well, um, like like using the LGBTQ community. Look, the, I'm sorry. I, you can be a Bible scholar or mm-hmm. whatever. You can say you call yourself a theologian. Mm-hmm. It's in there. Romans chapter one, Leviticus chapter 18, if I'm not mistaken, and multiple Bible verses. Now, the Bible says God's the same yesterday, today and forever. Mm -hmm. God did not change when Jesus came down. No, Jesus is God. That is affirmed in John chapter one and many other scriptures. But they, they they make it like, well, when Jesus came down and Jesus said to love your and uh, to love one another, that means to everybody. And like this is from the Methodist Church, Bethel dot org. It's from the United Methodist, one of the branches of Method, uh, the uh, the Methodist Church and their progressive church. It says number one of their key teachings is love your neighbor means extending kindness and care to those in our family and our local and global communities. This is what it says uh, for further love the neighbor, including affirming the LGBTQ li- uh, community, which is saying, Hey, um, you have to go ahead and accept their lives. No, not according to the Bible. Listen, we love the gay person. Mm-hmm. I will make that point out right there. We love the LGBTQ com- people. We don't like the sin. We don't. Right. We 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 go against the sin. If somebody is part of the LGBTQ community would come 
and asked me to talk with them. I will share Jesus Christ with them. Right. I sure. have friends, part of the LGBTQ community. I have witnessed to them. Did they change their lives? Unfortunately, no. Mm. But at the same time, I don't disrespect that person. I don't go ahead and hate them. What I do is I show them love by telling them the truth. Right. Their lifestyle, their sin, and the reason they're going to do that is because they're part of Satan's kingdom. Right, and they're blind. They don't they're blind. That. But these people are saying, well, look, we just got to go ahead and accept them for who they are. And, and, and this is how they adjust. This is how they go ahead and they try to affirm this. They say, well, we um, don't teach Paul's writing. I heard, like I said, Brandon Robinson, I pray for that man. I think that, that is his name, right, Lord, the TikToker? Brandon Robinson. Brandon Robinson said um, that we can't believe everything Paul says because Paul's writings is his opinion of what he thought Jesus taught. Um, he also said he never met Jesus. Uh, he never read the book of Acts. Mm. But he also he says that Paul uh, Paul says my gospel. Like Paul had a certain revelation that went apart from Jesus. That's no. why he only teaches Jesus. He don't teach Paul. Well, okay, hold on for a second. Paul was led by the Holy Spirit. He was directed by Christ to mm -hmm. be an apostle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you're telling me that his gospel isn't the gospel? Paul was just saying my gospel meant that, hey, this is the good news I'm presenting to you. The reason mm -hmm. I learned that progressive Christianity does not want to talk about Paul or address Paul's writing because. is because Paul, Bo, and you said it earlier, Romans chapter 6, 7, and 8. What about, you know, Romans 1? What about all the things Paul says? Mm -hmm. That comes against this I, this this false teaching of progressive Christianity. Mm -hmm. It is wrong. Yeah. It is not the gospel. I'm sorry. I'm getting preacher on people, but this is not this is not a right gospel. And if well, you're in the progressive mm -hmm. Christianity, you need to get saved. I'm sorry. Well, well, this is the thing that they gotta do. They have to do like kind of like Constantine did. You see, people don't realize when Constantine was starting the Roman Church, you know, to get the people in. He had to compromise with the culture. He had to compromise with other people's religions. So he blended, he blended church and state together to try to bring the unbelievers in. So it's the same thing like these church, these liberal churches are doing. You can call them liberal churches. What yeah, you can trying, call them that. What they're trying to do is, well, we have to change with society so they can like us and love us and they can come into our church and we can get a bigger crowd. That's all they worry about. They're not worried about <laughs> They truth. say they follow Jesus. Jesus said, yeah. I don't come with peace, but I come with a sword. Oh, oh yeah, but but you you, you know, that that's, that's the... That's, Go ahead, Aubrey. But what, what you're talking about, Boogie, that goes... That mm -hmm. goes against uh, Romans 12. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We all know that. Mm -hmm. So do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind mm -hmm. that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So there's a lot of people out there. They just hear good words that that mm -hmm. that makes them feel good mm -hmm. about their situation, but they don't test it and they don't discern what is God's will. And uh, they, they don't search out what is good and acceptable and perfect. Because here's the truth. We're built for eternity. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's, a, there's a lifestyle that, that is eternal, that, right. uh, that God accepts, that can last and is not corrupted. And, uh, and that, that's, a, 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 that's perfect. But there's uh, many other ways of living that's full of corruption and it would never last in eternity. Right, right. Well, like you said, going back That's to true. Timothy chapter 4, where it says the itching of the years. You First off, I don't even know why they're preaching. Right. I don't even know why. they. I don't understand why any progressive Christian is preaching on a pulpit. 
right. was to enlighten the ones that are dogmatic like you. No, no. Um, if you're a progressive Christian, Boogie, you said they don't believe in sin. Aubrey, what you just read, they were, oh, that's Paul's writing. We can't take that, but it's going to take the writings of Jesus. Um, first off, Jesus called out sin. Just the the main right, day. right. Um, if you if you if there's no hell, as one of them said, mm-hmm. and there's only heaven, why are you out there preaching? Why are they there trying to share good news of gospel of the gospel? If they say many ways, because like one, this is one progressive website that says the Christian faith is our way of being faithful to God, but it's not the only way. Well, then why the heck you preaching? Well, the, why are you going mm-hmm. out there and sharing the gospel? Why are you going mm-hmm. out there and doing the work of an evangelist? Well, the thing is, they're trying like all false religions and organizations. They just want a crowd. They want a, they want money. They want power. They want prestige. So that's what they yeah, do. But, like love. I said, there's mm-hmm. no purpose. Right. There's right. no purpose. Bo, when you got anything, man, you're being quiet right there for a second. <laughs> well, well, and another thing too. If I don't know if we're gonna talk about it now, but they say that Jesus is not the only way, or yeah, Christianity is not the only way. You know, I was watching uh, Oprah one day. Was I don't watch Oprah much, but I was watching. The no, you pick up clips and stuff. You do yeah, like me. Yeah. Well, I was seeing the Oprah was talking to a guy. He was a white guy, and he I think he he was from Elevation, not Elevation Worship, Hillsong maybe or something. But he was. Oh, like, you talking about? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of his the name. The former pastor of the Hillsong. Yeah, New he's York not Church. there no yeah. more. But he, she asked him, she said, do you believe that Jesus is the only way? So, oh, no. When Jesus said that he was the only way, I interpreted. Now, I caught this when he yeah, said I that. Yeah, I interpreted. See, I interpret that that means that there's many bras, there's many ways. And I'm like, what? It don't say that. So, like I heard one guy say one time, he said, two people read the Bible in two different ways. Some just want to search and know the truth and get to heaven. Some just read the Bible and they make up things just to justify their life or their religion. Instead of want to, hey, I want to open mind just to listen to see what God says is truth. But some just take like he did. They take scripture and all false religions and people do that. Instead of what, like when we say we got to pray for Jesus only, some people take, oh, no, it could mean other things. No, Jesus said, I'm the only way. He meant that he's the only way. I mean, you can't go and say, well, to make it politically correct because you don't want to offend Muslims and you don't want to offend other groups. Oh, Jesus didn't really say he was the only way not to defend them. Jesus is the only one who died for our sins. And he's the only one that can do it. Other words, he's the man. He knows he's the only one that can do it. That's why I comment to the point. Why? Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to sound rude, but why Mm -hmm. the heck are you going out there and trying to minister the gospel? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's that's the good news that God's opening up our minds. No. So so this is this is the good news. The word is this is in uh, Romans Romans 10. The, the word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is mm. the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus, Jesus is Lord, is Lord mm-hmm. and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So first of all, you have to confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. So if Jesus is Lord, mm-hmm. he is the one that we submit to. Right. And if if God raised Jesus from the dead... Mm-hmm. then we have hope for eternity. Well, you see, God, see, this is the thing God hates. Because, you know, I was hearing a preacher say this. I'm in the book of Judges right now. Watch, I'm going to say something that, that's going to be a little shocking to a lot of people. When, when in time of Judges, when Israel did not totally abandon God no. in the book of Judges like they think. Like some people think when the verse says, 
Israel backslid and they worship Baal. Oh, they didn't worship at the tabernacle no more. They didn't worship. No, they still worship at the tabernacle. But this is what they did. They still worship God. What they did was they took heathen nations. They said, okay, wow, we're going to take our gods and we're going to mix it with Jehovah. And they were starting to mix Judaism with other religions. And that's an, God hates that when you mix Christianity with paganism. That's why I think God don't like the Roman Catholicism church. I'm not trying to be ugly towards Roman Catholics, but we're not getting that area. But Constantine mixed paganism with Christianity. And that's what these guys are doing. All religions do that. False religions do that. They mix paganism with, with the truth. And you cannot mix light and darkness. You cannot mix no. paganism and, and truth. You can't. Yeah, they go against Jesus is saying that mm-hmm. the uh, the shepherd comes by the door. Mm-hmm. He doesn't go through the window. Am I getting that the, right? Uh, yeah, you yeah, remember? yeah the, shep- the shepherd's door. He said, yeah. he said if, you, if you're well, a sheep I did, and I you did, go through that door. I, it's you funny know? you're bringing that up. I brought that up in youth the other day. I didn't mm-hmm. even was there. Remember when I talked about the shepherd? Mm-hmm. And I, I, there's a picture. And I, maybe if LB could find it, he can maybe put it up on the screen. But the, the shepherd's fold. You had four walls. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. And it was one way. Mm-hmm. And remember when the Bible says, talking about a hireling, a hireling will mm-hmm. run and let the sheep go? Because at th- that door, you either had a door or you didn't have a door, and they had to have somebody stand physically all night right there d- and would not move. And that's what a sh- that's how a shepherd would fight off the sheep, uh, the, the wolves, that they would try to come in. They would have to come through the door, and the shepherd would have to fight them off with the mm-hmm. rod. Mm-hmm. That's that's where you know I think we have a lot of hirelings. A lot of these people will not hold the test of times that they have to go through persecution. Mm-mm. Oh, we're not Christians. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And Getting that's where it. we have to go through the door. Uh, Bowen, I know you have something. Yeah, go uh, we're gonna go ahead. Let's let's go ahead and end this segment. And when we come back with the next segment, we'll jump right into your thought if that's all right. With that being said, we want to thank you for listening to this segment of Brothers Just Searching. Please remember to like, subscribe, and follow us. We'll see you next time on Brothers Just Searching. Hey everyone, my name is Anthony James Hayes. You probably know me from best from Brothers to Searching, and I'm so honored today that you meet me here. I want to talk about a little bit about my book. The first one I wrote was Journey of the Christians, From Dead Works to Living Faith, my very first book. It's about the story about me, pretty much going through things and how overcome by the Word of God. And here is The New Kingdom with Liberty Man and Evil Stone. That's my second best book so far. And I want to take a little time to tell you about my second book, mostly. The first one is about some children. They go to, like, an adventure. They go to see a new kingdom. The future, I guess you can say, of God and how he's going to restore the kingdom to Garden of Eden conditions. And they fight good and evil and light and darkness. So I encourage you to actually get these books. They're available on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. And then my second story, Liberty Man, a man who fights for freedom. And he takes off the chains of tyranny, of the kings of tyranny, off of him. So he finally gets free, and I hope you find out his journey and how he got free and so on. And then my third book, The Evil Stone, a man who actually turned to the devil, or he sold his soul to the devil for a powerful magic stone. And he had the promise of ruling the world. So I hope you enjoy these books. They're available. And they're family friendly and there's something you can learn with the Word of God. They're parables that you can teach your children and your grandchildren about. So I encourage you today to go to these places and I hope you bless and you enjoy these books. Thank you.